Stunning. Stunning. <laughs> Stunning. Are we in? <laughs> We're in that. What was that breath about? I don't know. <laughs> like weirdly, I'm having these sighs that I don't that I don't know about. So the, like the black you know when you're it's weird. It's like I think when you like get really intense at work and then you don't realise that when you're breathing, you're like <sighs> and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry because <laughs> people mm. look at you and oh, you don't yeah. even realise that you're yeah. doing it, and I you're like, oh my Jules. god. She'll go, you're right. I'm like, what? She's like, you literally just left the biggest sigh of all time. Like, <laughs> are you okay in life? I'm like, oh my god, I yeah. didn't even. It's like your body's just like, help me. Yeah, <laughs> help. I'm in pain. Help us. So today's Black Friday. Happy Black Friday. How are you getting on? How are you feeling? You're okay. I I think it's for a lot of marketers. It's the build up to it, so it's a lot of scheduling, a lot of planning, and then on Black Friday, it's like just making sure the right links are live, making sure that you're not showing products that are sold out. Yeah, so yeah. it's like a constant. So even like while we're chatting here, I have the old inbox open just in case it's Absolutely. like this is sold out, this is sold out, and then I have to like remove it. But so during the podcast, if Mira goes quiet for <laughs> moments five on seconds. end, <laughs> yeah, she's like shit, 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 shit. But no, do you know what? It's like it is. I think for everyone, it's just always that intense time of year, and no matter how prepared you are, like you can't prepare completely for it. No. And like even with everything that's been happening, external factors, and just like even markups, markdowns, like people are like, should I go 50, 70, 20, 15 mm-hmm. at all? And it's tough. And especially for Irish businesses, it's really hard to compete with the Amazons of the world who can afford to to have these massive reductions. And they're like, well, I can't compete with that. So it's tricky. Like it's a it's a tough one for certain businesses to navigate. Um, But I think like if you are even this weekend, like a lot of Black Friday sales, some are Black November. Um, And a lot of them. It's crazy. I went from one day and now it's literally a month or it's two months. Like it's crazy. Like Yeah, exactly. So like I've had some clients that their Black Friday ads have been running since the 1st of November and we've just called it Black Friday sale. Yeah, yeah. Starts now. That's it. Like, yeah. So it's so common now for people to just try and get there a little bit sooner. Um, Do you think Black Friday was for the smaller people, the smaller businesses? I really should look up. Like, I actually might look up the, the origin of Black Friday. Nice. I'm going to just look it up there now. But because in my opinion, I think, like, I think Black Friday is for the bigger fish who can let the discount, it won't affect the bottom line per se. Yeah. And the smaller guys jumped in just to be part of it. Well, you see, Black Friday was always after Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's an American holiday, yeah. we'll say, right? American yeah. thing. So, like, our St. Stephen's Day and there's like always a big St. Stephen's Day sale. Yeah. So that was always after Christmas. So it's kind of like our... Just Black Friday s- caught on. And yeah. So basically, um, what's the real history of Black Friday? So interesting. We should have done this before we came on the podcast. I know, but it's good. You're learning with us. It's yeah, nice yeah, yeah. to have that kind of... Um, Okay, so the first recorded use of the term Black Friday was applied to not post-Thanksgiving holiday shopping, but to financial crisis. Interesting. Specifically, the crash of the US gold market on September 24th, 1869. So it's actually to do... So Black Friday, it makes sense because everything mm-hmm. crashes and then it's like a black day, yeah, yeah. like a Black Friday. So I suppose that crash then maybe led to retailers. Okay, yeah, links to retailers because they had to operate at a loss. Okay. So it's actually going back that far. And then it's saying here that when they supposedly earned a profit, they, okay, so they went and they operated at a loss the day after Thanksgiving, which actually ended up 
that they ended up turning a profit when they did decide to reduce the following year and the following year and the following year. So they okay. actually kept like a Black Friday tradition where they kept the reductions, but they actually had Record so sales. many sales that they ended up turning a profit. So Whoa. they were like, oh, there's something in this tradition. I love it. And then it caught on. Interesting. I okay, there's a bit of... Yeah, I, I knew that there was thing. like something... Because I know when people are talking about the history of Black Friday, they're like, do you know, though, what, like yeah, yeah. where it came from? So it came out actually from a financial crash. Class. Interesting. Okay, there you go. Trivia. There you go. Trivia. There you go. Question for you. Yeah. Uh, creators like myself who do video and photography and that kind of stuff, do you think they should hop on the brand, the, the Black Friday ship? Or do you think it cheapens the work? Like, sorry, just... just Pure example, I was like, I've seen a few creators jump on and they're Same. like, oh, 20, 30, 20, 20% off, 30% off, photo shoots, video shoots, promo shoots. I'm thinking, right, this is an annual thing. If a company ex- wants annual headshots or an annual promo video, do yeah. they just wait for Black Friday to get that percentage off? Or does it matter, do you think? or I think if you... So for certain service-based industries, I think an add-on is usually better than a discount. So... If And if you make it traditional where you run the exact same offer every year, I wouldn't fall into that. Because as you said, I might want to, I might be planning for 2024 next year. And I know that you ran a Black Friday ad where it was like majorly discounted and I can just wait until I get that offer and use it whenever. Now, if it's like, I get it, if it's kind of like a payment up front, you have a nice bit of like cash flow you have a nice bit of cash flow before mm. Christmas as a business owner it's it's brilliant but I think if you have an add-on so if you offer like headshots and photography then maybe you do an add-on of like 30 additional lifestyle mm-hmm. shots maybe it's like additional story only shots additional like whatever it is yeah, so yeah. you could like you can add on and then say like my this is my add-on for the this Black year. Friday bundle or something. Yeah, yeah, so you're yeah. not like reducing your services because like it's different like for courses. If you're if you have something that's there, for example, like I have courses and I could decide I could maybe run a code and run like ten percent off my courses for a week mm-hmm. and then people can buy them, but they're more like kind of product based. Whereas I don't know would I ever reduce my rates or reduce yeah. my like my packages because I just feel like it's a bit of a disservice to current clients. And then yeah. it kind of gets messy if you have a retainer with people where they're like, okay, well, you're running this offer. So does that now apply to us? And yeah. like, can we just buy that 10 times so that you reduce your rate for the next 10 months? So it's it gets iffy. Messy. So I think an add-on makes sense. And I think if you have an offer, change it every year, especially if you're service-based, so that people don't know what you're going to be offering. Yeah. So I think Smart. That it goes with most companies and like what I think with the whole kind of teasing of Black Friday, I never start like a client teaser campaign a month out. I always start it a day before or two days before or else they'll get like a pre-link on the Thursday, like the database. Because if you say, I'm going to be doing a Black Friday sale, you're going to have so little sales in that build up to Black Friday because people are like, well, what's the point in yes, buying correct. from you? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's like, it's it's kind of a catch-22 because they're like, well, if I say it, then people might sign up to my database and then I might get double the sales on Black Friday than I would for the yeah. whole month. But I think if you're a small business, you have to be careful with your wording, with what you're offering, and especially if you're service-based because you might be actually like cannibalizing yourself mm-hmm. By saying, yeah, sale coming and yeah. 
So maybe something like that and I get it. Um, or if you wanted to create like a Black Friday only package, but put an expiration on it mm-hmm. and then put like caveats on it, then maybe. But I think add-ons just, they, they keep the value yeah, of your, makes your time. It makes sense. It definitely makes sense as a creator like that to be yeah. able to say, look, exactly like you said, look, I can do a promo video on top or whatever it is, but they don't devalue you. You're, you don't yeah. feel devalued. Like there's times where I've sat there where I have underpriced myself and I've quoted a client and I've said yes and this and this and I'm in the fourth edit and I'm like, oh my God, yeah, what am we I look, doing we've here? All, we've all been through the undercharging phase and then yeah. we learn, oh, let me caveat this when I'm sending the quote yeah. that if, you know, time goes over or if changes and over that all days. comes, it's a learning curve. But I think, yeah, I think like it's easier for people with products Mm. or with things that they can like mass produce or mass sell. But when it comes to your time, I just don't think it's worth discounting that. Agreed. Agreed. You want to talk about Twitter? Elon, baby. Elon. I feel like we spoke about Elon in our last podcast and I think we We've were like, will every he, podcast. <laughs> every podcast, but I think we were in a will he, won't he? And yeah, now yeah. he very much is in there. He's all in. And he, look, okay, from, if you, okay, let's just take like human emotion and empathy out of it, which is so hard for me because I think I'm yeah. one of the most empathetic people <laughs> ever. I'd be the same. Yeah. I'd be the same, yeah. So I'm just going to remove all of that and put like a business investor Black and white. Right? Black and white. I get that companies have to like trim the fat. They have to get rid of the like what's costing them money, what's not bringing in money, and they have to make tough decisions. Sometimes they have to like let people go. They have to look people in the eye and say, "I know you've been here for thirty years, but you're that's it. Mm-hmm. You're gone. Good luck. You're not good enough." La 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 la. And I get that. In the kind of tech industry, in these kind of companies, it's a very laid back atmosphere because like American kind of social media companies, like I've been to a lot of their offices, they're very chill, like they're Mm. very relaxed. They get the work done, but there's a a huge amount of people there. So it's like their targets are, they're they're okay, but they're not like super stressed to be like on the phone all the time. So that, but then again, that leads to a higher morale. So you have good retention in the company. Is it the culture? You, get, you still get outputs because they're always like in good humor. They get along well. They brainstorm well. They bring in clients. The clients come into that atmosphere. They're like, yeah, we'll spend more money on advertising. Yeah. Yes, we'll do like a hashtag takeover. We'll do this. We'll do that. Yeah. Great. So like they were always kind of like going. It's a, new, it's a new form of business model. Yes. But I feel like if you want to, so if you're starting to like make a loss and I know that Meta went through this and I know that a lot of social media advertising, if it's not getting you the return, especially things with privacy settings, like it can be harder to to turn a profit. It can be harder to reach those targets because businesses are like, well, maybe we won't do Twitter advertising. Maybe we'll do Facebook or mm. Instagram or maybe now we'll do TikTok advertising. Maybe we'll do this. Da, 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 da. So I get that if you're starting to operate at a loss the likes of Elon Musk will come in and you know he'll make these decisions that not everybody will like. However, I think that he's gone to the extreme and I think that he's gone in and treated it like a startup and he's just gone, right, we need to hustle, we need to keep the heads down, we need to literally treat this like a startup and we need to really, really work hard and get it to a certain point. Mm -hmm. So because of that, he's like, well, because it's, like and this is just my opinion right but in my mind I'm like in his head he's like because this is startup mentality 
then I'm investing my money in this. So every single part of my investment needs to work for me. Mm -hmm. And if you're going, okay, wait now, you want two days working from home. What do you do at home? I need to see proof of that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're asking me questions. You're gone. Okay, why don't you want to work here? Okay, but like we're all in here five days a week because we really care about this company. We want to see it grow. Do you not want to see it grow? You're out. Mm -hmm. Like, and then people are looking at this mentality, which is kind of like, maybe 10, year, 10 years ago mentality. 15, yeah, 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 yeah. where the boss would the come Wall in Street, and everyone harsh, would be like, yeah. oh, it's the boss. And yeah, like, yeah. you have to be so like, oh no, I am working. I swear I'm working. Oh yeah, I'll meet all my targets. And like this kind of, res- like it is a fear of authority, yes. but it's also a respect for authority. But I think again, he's gone to the extreme there where he's like, well, you work here, you work for me. If you're not doing this, exactly this, then... Mm-hmm. You're, you're not working here anymore so I get that people are like nah he doesn't really care about our well-being he doesn't care about our work-life balance yes. he doesn't care about this and like I get like again I'm taking my empathy out of it I get that like he's up against that but also he's going Grant I don't want them anyway they're just whiny and mm-hmm. whingy and I'll just find people to replace them yes now there's also, I know I have so much to say about this, right? But there's also the software engineers and I'll absolutely let you speak then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you have the software engineers, okay? Now, I'm not painting software engineers with the same brush, but I've worked with a lot of software engineers in the past and they're very, very loyal. Like, they will start with a company and they're like, Grant, I'm in. I have a job. I'm at my computer. I don't really need to be like super social. I'm working away. I have my job. My paycheck's coming in. Mm-hmm clock in I clock out I'm done and I'm very focused on my job and I now work for Twitter and I will work for Twitter till I die Mm -hmm. right so when all of this is going on software developers like and I know I'm painted with the same brush right but a lot of them they just don't get involved in drama they just don't want to Mm -hmm. they're like "Mm, I don't care I'm just doing my work I'm still getting my paycheck and like if Elon is coming in and he has these dreams and goals and like he's like, okay, we're going to be working on this type of platform, like that's a good opportunity for me to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not leaving. And also I don't want to have to interview again because I hate interviews and I hate having to look for jobs. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to stick with this. So if you even see like the content that like of like Elon and his staff, it's mostly the software engineers and the developers that are in the room with him Mm -hmm. that are all like, (laughs) <laughs> they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah we love working here because they just they're like they don't want to get involved in the drama and he's probably the exact type of person they want to listen to because he's just like right guys here's the plan we need to build this we need to do that heads down get to work he's not yeah. like hey guys let's get some pizza exactly. and like shoot the breeze yeah it's, you know? it's so like he's approached it they're, they're, this happens every day in major corporations it's just this one was in the spotlight Mm-hmm. companies like that are usually like every day there's one happening right now as we speak that we do not know about that there's been 100 people 200 people 300 3000 people been gutted because of yeah. the numbers didn't make sense yeah. he went in he saw a broken model he wants to fix it and as you said I think it's the best analogy it's a startup to him Yeah, his money makes sense and it has to like when people are like oh how's he like, I keep seeing on Twitter Twitter still I keep seeing I, 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 ironically on Twitter and different things like uh, social media news fun, uh, like Twitter still operating even though it's half the staff it's like he knew this would work. He, like he had a full team do a full assessment. Right, mm. where's the fat? What can we cut? Who can operate what and still run a profit? Yeah. Now this whole blue tick verification thing. I don't know. Is it happening? Is it happened? Oh yeah, it happened, and it absolutely. So okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, basically you could buy your verification yeah. badge on Twitter for like six euro. But everyone, would. but everyone who wasn't them. So like president of the United States, there's a mock account of that that's okay. verified. Like. 
the all the yes, um, I heard about this actually. Sa- all the satire accounts got verified, yeah, yeah. and like people are getting verified, and others are like, "Hey, that's actually me. That's not yeah, yeah, that yeah. person's not me." But they're verified, like massive f up on mm-hmm. Twitter's behalf, so they had to stop the the buying of yeah, yeah. the badges. So that was a massive. But is it coming back? Fuck up. I'm not sure. I think their criteria was terrible, so I think maybe they'll bring it back. However, I feel like I haven't talked about the negative side of Elon yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, personally, I think he's a b- bag of crap. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I get that like people will look at him and be like, he like he hasn't done it yet. Like he hasn't fixed Twitter. No, it hasn't come out the other side yet. And I get that when or if it does, people will be praising him. But I also, I think that his way of doing things like it has soiled Twitter's name and I get that when companies look to invest again and it has come out in stats that companies are are pulling away from Twitter in terms of their ads. So unless he can come up with a new revenue generation model other than advertising and depending on brands because if you think about the knock-on effect, right, personally, I'm too empathetic and like I get that you have to make tough decisions but you also have to give a shit in this day and age. And I think that he's just gone backwards when it comes to that. He's like, don't care. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. You're fired, you're fired, you're fired. Mm. And then, yes, okay, like it might turn around grand. But I think that the the actual, like his link to Twitter has has changed like how people feel about it. He's brought Trump back. He's brought um, Andrew Tate. Tate back. I hate Andrew Tate. He has a brother. He has a brother. Who's the exact same. Like, I and hate them. Yeah, I yeah. like, And you know what? I'm all about freedom of speech, but then there's just being misogynist. And, and there's hate being, speech. Yeah, there's being hate speech. And then there's like rallying the troops to also be misogynist mm-hmm. and being hateful. Yep. So I don't agree with that. And the thing is, right, so this knock-on effect. So let's just say I'm H&M. I'm just saying that now because there's a H&M ad <laughs> that's popped up <laughs> on my screen. Let's just say I'm H&M. And I go to Twitter and I'm like, okay, I know that you have offered me 20% extra free if I decide to spend 5000 a month with you on advertising. And they'll go, yeah, that's fine, Grant. And then they'll go, okay, fine, I'll run an ad on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, people see that H&M are now lining Twitter's pockets and going, are you supporting Andrew Tate? Are you supporting Elon Musk? Do you think Elon people make that connection though? Yes. People are very, like, I feel like they're, now, I know that it's a percentage, mm. but it's also like, you need to be careful about who you align your brand with because people speak yes. up yeah, yeah. and you can like and I know cancel culture I hate it but at the same time people hold others accountable and hold brands accountable so I personally like I look I don't know will Twitter advertising be as effective as it was previously if I do decide to do it in the future with clients but it's one of those apps that I've moved further down the list yeah. of priorities order, for yeah, 2023 yeah. planning because it's just, it's a it's a nice to have if we're doing like a blast campaign or like a trend takeover or whatever. But other than that, I would think twice about lining his pocket because of the fact that as a human and who he is technically supporting by allowing them to have a platform, mm-hmm. it's just for me, it's a... It, I, I couldn't like I. It's a minefield. I can't support it's a that. Yeah. Like, but then again, my question is: Do you think in a year this is remembered? Do you think in a year this brands are going to say, "Oh yeah, no, Elon"? Like, it obviously, it just depicts or d- depends on where it is and what yeah. he's done in the next year. It does, yeah. But if he turns this around, he's a genius, and if he sells it for 
80 billion yeah. he's, but he's not good but you know what I mean if he can turn yeah. around somewhat and make it look like it's working and getting these because realistically he can he has the push power to bring massive celebrities in massive campaigns to make Twitter the kind of safe space again yeah like I'll definitely keep an eye on it but at the same time I just you know what it just what triggered me was him bringing Andrew Tate back yeah and I was like I just I, I know he's like freedom of speech and like the people have spoken and whatever but I'm like if yeah. it, you know even if he made a statement where he's like look I'm letting this person back but Andrew Tate no and this person no because I just can't justify that what they're saying isn't hate speech mm. I would have more respect for him and I think he as a like PR wise would do better because of it Yeah, but he, the people who support him right now are like We'll say investors that have no empathy that are like, yeah, Elon, fire them all and make loads of money. Millionaire, mm. blah, blah, billionaire. And then you also have trolls and people who hate Everything. other people, like the haters are like, yeah, go for it. Fire all those people. F- like, let Andrew Tate back. He's a legend. Let Trump back. He's a legend. Mm-hmm. I hate the Chinese too. I also hate mm-hmm. women. Elon Musk is a legend. Like, yeah. Imagine if you edited this video and you like <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> And it was just me saying I hate women I hate the Chinese I like, love Andrew Tate <laughs> <laughs> Do you know but like that's the thing so there is there's a huge following for Elon Musk and you can see that but Twitter is notorious for trolls so of course the trolls are going to win out when it comes to yes. voting when it comes to liking favouring retweeting him because they're like he is the king he is yeah, the king yeah. and yeah But even if yeah. he came out with a with an agenda, with a plan to say, right, by 2026, this is what I want Twitter to be. And then open it up so everyone can see, right, yeah. this is what he's striving. That's why he did this. That's why, he did. obviously, it's not his, we don't, it's not, it's not our business. It's his business. And if he doesn't want to do that, that's fine. But I think it would take a lot of pressure off him if he said, look, this is our roadmap. This is what uh, we're looking to do. Yeah, I think he's holding his clar- clar- cards way too close, close to his chest. chest. But look, he's always done that. He has, yeah, 100%. But I'm just glad I didn't buy a Tesla. Yeah. They're not supposed to be great anyway. They're really rickety and rickety, plastically. Hmm. Pa- you know that kind of plasticky feel and the oh, that kind of feel. Yeah, no. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> nice old anti ad there for Tesla. Black Friday. Yeah, we'll never ever get sponsored by Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm BMW yeah, yeah. all the way. It's fine. Um, social media is becoming less social and more media. Yeah, tell me your thoughts. But that's always like the, the last two years anyway. That's been the way to me anyway. Yeah. Uh, like we've had this conversation where. The real only social media left was Twitter because people were interacting. Mm-hmm. Reddit as well, excuse me, Reddit mm-hmm. and Twitter, where people are actually interacting. They're being social, yeah. they're talking. Obviously, Facebook, you will get, it happened yesterday where a friend of my mother has commented on one of my photos. It's like, thanks, I guess. <laughs> That's a lovely jumper, Jay. Mean? Like, oh, <laughs> Love gorgeous. <Anne>. Gorgeous. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? That's, to me, that's not social. That's just Facebook. Well, maybe it is. Like, so. With the likes of TikTok, with the likes of Instagram, with the likes of reels and videos and this content, pushing content, like we are content as king. Like this is what it's all about to me. Yeah. Like social media hasn't been social for me in a long time. No, and I feel like we spoke about that before where it's like social media isn't, it's not social anymore. It's mm. like, it is very much about, like now, I guess that like in terms of content, the type of content that's still absolutely on top of everything else is like relatable, engaging, Mm -hmm. fun, like non-notion-y content. Yeah. Like that will still prevail because people are like, no, we see through the BS. We just want to have someone who's real. But at the same time, 
there's like in terms of open communication, it, it's a tough one. Like Facebook groups, I think, yeah, oh yeah, this is bringing it back. I did talk about Facebook and Facebook groups. Yeah. It's the only platform that's groups really well, keeping enough. the social aspect of it because there are there is a lot of groups out there where people have created on Facebook that allow for discussion and allow for interaction that other applications don't have. Mm-hmm. So it like it it's a shame to see that happening, but it's just constant and like the Facebook horizon, the virtual reality social media world that they've built that you can access through Oculus, like they basically see a future of us living through our avatars, basically like Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Um, that's essentially... Which is gross, really, isn't it? It's, but that's where they want us to be. Yeah, like yeah. They want us all to put on headsets and, and be this person. live our best second lives. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, there are photographers I follow and there's groups I'm in on Facebook that, that they are part of their courses and a part of that's they educate through Facebook groups. Yes. So... Like, yeah, you're right. Definitely, I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. That is, because even yesterday I was on one, so yeah, but other than that, no. <laughs> um, there is no social. <laughs> talk to me, I, like, this just shows you how fucking, how I'm like, another one, like, Be Real happened. I was like, okay, cool, Be Real, it's there. TikTok's tried, okay, cool. Mastodon. Yes, I, did you download it? Yes. I, I quite, I, actually, after your story, I was like... God damn it, Muriel. Get the username. I better get the username. Uh, I did. I think I'm at And J. yeah, I'm Muriel. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> come here. That's perfect. If it takes off, you're the only J or Muriel there. We're the only two. Like, do you mean? Yeah. However, it's the app is awful. The desktop version is so much better, but there's, they, like, I think that, so Mastodon existed before any of this happened, mm-hmm. right? Mastodon was kind of like a nice area, a, a bit of a spin-off from like Twitch where they like, and even Discord where they're like, see you on Mastodon. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they had their own little community. So like even servers have very small numbers, like they have thousands, whereas now they're on like 40, 50, 100,000 per server. So I don't think that Mastodon was expecting an influx of users. A lot of the users use it on desktop on mobile but for the person and me because I, I have done no research what is Mastodon? It's basically like Twitter it's essentially like on servers <laughs> just private servers that you can just talk to each other well, you, there, so there's essentially yeah like different servers so like I can select a server that you might be on and then but the server will be Spanish cooking yeah, they're branded yeah. servers. It's not just a random because to the to Joe Soap who's like, I'm not getting on a server. I don't want to be on a server. I know. Mean, yeah, server's yeah. a strong word for people. Like it is okay. So it's basically like I want to get into the like games server, yeah. and then I'll just see a feed of people talking about whatever yeah. to do with God of whatever. War, whatever the PlayStation, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I can still like, oh, what are they called? They're not. They're not tweets. There's something I can't remember. But anyway, so Twats. I so I joined. Um, Mastodon I joined it through the app I didn't really know what server I think I just used a general chat mm-hmm. one um, and I joined it and then I was like okay what do, what do I do yeah. now so I just started to like create like oh they're not tweets but let's just call you them post. like you the equivalent posts. of a yeah. post yeah and um, I like used the hashtag Mastodon I used the hashtag like something like goodbye Twitter or whatever and then I started to find people through those hashtags. So I'd like tap on the hashtag of like Mastodon or introduction and then I'd find other people. But like that, I just started to like follow random people. Like I didn't really have a game plan. It was mm-hmm. just like a, right, I'll just create this. It'll be there. 
And I do that with all any new social platform that appears, even though I may not use it just yet, I'll still go and grab my username yeah. and then it'll just be there and yeah. it can be building. But yeah, it's basically like Twitter, but a segmented version of it, depending on what server you choose, depending on what topics you want to see. I think the mobile app is very clunky. You can't do half the things that you can do on a yes, computer. Not. It doesn't update too well in terms of like even your own profile if you make updates on it if you even start like creating posts and it gets traction you won't see the traction on it until Mm -hmm. you like basically log out or refresh or come back and go on desktop but um, there's another thing called Hive now that they're saying Hive is the next Twitter Mastodon was the next Twitter so I think it's a case of like I'm not like I was going to create a how-to for Mastodon what is it how can you use it for your business however from using it I personally don't think it's a good tool just yet as a business because it kind of reminds me of like Discord Mm -hmm. as opposed to Twitter. Yeah. And to go back to the conversation about social and media and content, Discord is quite social. It's quite it is. groupish, but again, it's... It's it's basically like being in a group chat. Yes, but it's also WhatsApp. scary for a lot of people. Because again, as I said, servers, you feel like, oh, am I hacking something? If I'm a part of a... Like, yeah. just for Joe Soap, who's like, oh, Discord, no, what is this like? It's just, yeah. even, because even, I'm, I'm in a few Discords, even looking at it, you're like, oh, I don't like this at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not very, the I UI think, isn't amazing. Yeah, I think if you're, it, but this is the thing, right? A lot of people who use Discord all the time have Discord, have Twitch, mm-hmm. maybe have Twitter. So they're used to like a constant feed of like, go, 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 go. They see what they want to see. They get involved in chats that they want to get involved in. If there's like a lot of like live, you know, like gaming that are live, people will hop on Discord and then chat through Discord while they're watching something even on Twitch, whatever it is. So it's like for me, I feel like Discord is still very much like gamer Mm kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Like... Pop culture-ish kind of... Yeah, it's that kind of a... A yep. space, whereas I feel like the rest in terms of like lifestyle, culture, it's very much visual. It's Instagram, it's TikTok, it's Facebook. So there is still quite the divide in terms mm-hmm. of like the people who are like, there's people on Twitch with like millions and millions and millions of followers who are making billions that you've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. And Which the I same, love. yeah, and the same goes with Instagram oh, and Facebook. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like they, they wouldn't be able to point out half of the influencers that we would know. Yeah. So yeah. Do you know I love the sleeping giant that is Pinterest? I know Pinterest is like oh, you do what you do I'm just going to be here and be class and everyone uses me every day yeah it's it's actually <laughs> insane how little people use Pinterest but effectively. as in as in yeah for their business effectively yeah I, it's an unbelievable driver of it, organic it's traffic Google, isn't it? it Alphabet I think Alphabet okay let me double check that because um, Alphabet on Google as well don't sleep on YouTube shorts people people yeah I I've, think it's it, it's just re, like can like I haven't really hopped on the shorts yeah, band yet. I I did, and yeah. just crazy, crazy results. Um, videos like on YouTube, you know yourself, YouTube is very hard to get views. I'm looking at seventeen thousand views. I'm looking at six thousand views per video. Like it's just craziness. But mm. it's not even that. It's next year. The profit sharing system that they're bringing in for creators on shorts is okay class. Yeah, like I we do it as an additional placement just for an add-on kind of clients. Yeah. Pinterest isn't owned by Google. It's its own thing. Oh really? Yeah. That's it's like cool. how dare you? Yeah. How dare you even type that? I we are own thing. But um yeah, I I think there's just I th- I feel like there's just so much. Yeah. And I think that 
oh, look what we've learned from even like Instagram's massive glitch where people were losing followers and like the whole like all of Meta's apps being down last year for like a whole yeah. day. I think we've learned that nothing is guaranteed. And I think that if if you're, I get that there's an overwhelm when it comes to new platforms, but if you're really good at like Instagram and visuals, Pinterest is a no-brainer because it's not a huge transition. If you're really good at images and Instagram and visuals and being creative, like then why would you start a Twitter channel? You know, mm-hmm. what? like it, it is that kind of a space where, yes, I know if you're on Instagram, it kind of makes sense to also have a sec- like a secondary channel on Facebook because you can cross post for now. You can use it for advertising and just build your audience slowly. Mm-hmm. But it would make sense to do the likes of a Pinterest channel or like if you're really good at video, if you're really good at creating reels, then yes, YouTube shorts, it's a no brainer for transitional. You can go into it. You can start reposting and just see how things yep. go. So I do get it. And it's a good segue then into your longer form content on your channel. Yeah. And also just for SEO. SEO, for, like yes, people find of you course, through, yeah. if you have a strong Pinterest and people are repinning and stuff. Yeah. SEO, Google picks, Google loves Pinterest. It loves Pinterest. It loves and Pinterest. also your website loves Pinterest because it, it literally drives so much traffic yeah. to site. It's great. It's insane. Um, it's just bad. go back to shorts. I've had in the last 30 days, 11,500 views, which is huge for me because I don't post that much. Especially Maybe for, I've done yeah, four or five YouTube. videos, That's not great. even. Yeah. Um, 56 extra hours viewing on my channels. So what I've done is my shorts, then they've gone into my channel, Fab. looked at my videos, my promos, yeah. and I've got 10 extra subscribers. Now, people like those numbers are rookie. 10 extra subscribers on YouTube is fucking hard to do. I actually did a, a survey on that. So one one subscriber on YouTube is the equivalent to 25 on TikTok. Do you know what I mean? As in, in terms of their value and yeah, worth. Yeah. So I, and I get it. And I think, I think people have this mentality of, but like if I'm on... Twitter and I'm on YouTube and I'm on Pinterest and I'm on Instagram we're not talking to the same people and I'm like there are people who just use YouTube mm-hmm. and there's millions of them yeah. like millions that just look at YouTube there's millions that just look at TikTok so yes there will be some sort of a crossover but there's so much out there yeah and if anything those people are the bridge to other platforms for exactly. people who don't know who you are yeah they're the guys who go oh They'll I love kick this you off. Yeah, exactly yeah yeah Do you know definitely what I, mean? um, I watch YouTube every day it's my thing. I don't watch Sky. I don't have TV channels. You said I have that, the yeah. apps. I literally go to my subscription list. Like my ideal morning is so my kids like to wake up at half six, seven o'clock. Yeah. We get Wyatt to school, all washed and ready and gone. And then Billy goes for a nap around half nine and Jules goes back to bed with her for with her for an hour. And I literally have YouTube for an hour. I have a cup of tea and then I'm like, right. So I watch all my educational videos, all mm. my kind of, I don't watch entertainment stuff like Mr. Beast. I don't watch that stuff. Yeah. I watch all the photographers, the videographers, all the creators I like to kind of kickstart my day and go, right, I'm good to go. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to create like mm-hmm. chef's kiss. Nice. That's, That's a, a good day. day. It's a good starting day for me. That is a good day. Uh, what are you reading at the moment? I am, Are you reading? Uh, so I haven't read a book in, I'd say about two months. Oh, you're listening? But I want to, I'm just podcasting. Class. But I want to get, it starts with us and it ends with us because I've heard Go really on. good things about those books. But other than that, I, even though someone spoke to me and said the four hour work week is very good, apparently. Uh, is that Rich Weber? I, I'll double check. Because um, I'm looking at his stuff at the moment. He's class. Um, I read The Psychology yep. of Money. It is Rich Weber? Uh, no, sorry, it's not. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's Tim Ferriss, I think. Let oh, me double check. Oh, I know check. Tim Ferriss. Yeah, he did Titan, The Power of Titans and stuff. Or... Tools of Titans? Uh, possibly. But yeah, apparently it's a very good read. Class. Um, Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. I finished it recently. It is 
you'd really like it. It's about shares and stocks and crypto and stuff, but it's done in the mindset of Joe Soap can read it and understand it. Yeah. He goes into what he does in savings and just very relatable yeah. and very enjoyable read. Cool. Um, I would highly recommend it. I'm reading Atomic Habits at the moment. Yes, I've heard good things about um, that too. Yeah, really enjoying it. Yeah. Really enjoying it. So I'll keep posted. Yes, I think my, yeah, I have been told about the four-hour work week, so I might give that an old, an old go for Check Christmas. out Richard, Rich Weber, I think his name is. I'm going to, if you're listening, check him out on Instagram. Um, I'll triple check out his name. Why did that come up? Cork Motorhomes. Class. Um, there's a little promo for Cork Motorhomes. <laughs> there you go. Instagram not working. Um I think it's Rich Weber, but he's mm-hmm. just, he has, he does, he works four hours a day and he runs a half a million dollar. Yeah. But um, I mean, it, it, look, it kind of makes sense because if you think about how much you're physically productive in a day, it's probably the equivalent of that. Yeah. Because the rest, like, we get so distracted. We get so, like, I think for me, and I, I have gotten way better at it, but yeah. your phone is the worst thing in the world when it just lights oh, up or if it's like it. ping yeah. and you, you still kind of have to look at it because mm-hmm. you're like it could be a client it could be a campaign but this is it and then like, it's just like no, blah 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 sent you a reel and you're like oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's Rich Webster Work Less Wednesday so type Rich Webster into um, Instagram you'll find him I sign up for his newsletter his newsletter is fantastic it's nice. every Wednesday it goes out mm-hmm. and it's just chock-a-block full of content and mm-hmm. just value so I highly recommend it nice Rich we're a fan Excellent. Cool. Career. Black Friday. Black Friday. You're happy? Yeah. Like, well, I'll ask me next week. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask you Monday. <laughs> when the results come in. I'll ask but you Monday. no, things are, so far, things are good. So I can't complain. And we hope it went well for you. Um, this podcast should go on Black Friday. I'm going to edit it immediately and get it out. Um, mm-hmm. If you are, have a great weekend. Celebrate it. Well done. Yes, well, and then we're into Cyber Monday. Yes. But that's another story. Yes, yes, that's yes. That's for another yes. day. But yeah, thanks so much for listening, everybody. And hugs and kisses. Yeah, hugs and kisses. Bye. Bye.